world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Yes, today is that day where those guys run back and forth on that green rug and chase that brown cylindrical shape thing. And uh, basketball or oh, soccer? Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah just I'm don't do sure, it. I hope yeah. everybody enjoys it. We close the range today at six p.m. and uh, get out, Monday, get early. Yes, Monday is Valentine's Day. It is. If you're listening to the show, we might still have some Valentine's Day packages open. Uh, when we taped the show on Friday, we had 160 of the 200 slots sold out already. Oh, yeah, you the better, couple's packages. So. You better check. Mm. See if we have any. Uh, it's all going to be done in a private uh, range number three, the 10 ports, 200 nice. bucks. Very you nice. just go gunforhire.com forward slash Cupid. 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 That was Matt's idea. Yes. Mm. I want to thank everyone for the birthday wishes. My birthday was February 10th. Uh, the wishes, the gifts. 73, uh, you don't even look imagine at Imagine the, the, the stuff that was dropped off for me. Uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, this thing, that thing. All the social media avenues. People dropped in. I came into my office. There was chocolate bars in my <laughs> office. There was cigars in my <laughs> office. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, Sandra that works here gave me a, a gift bag with these rub-off tickets and stuff in it. I mean, everybody just phenomenal. Tracy uh, got my parents down here. She ordered Chick-fil-A. She ordered pizza from Sete Pizza. My mother brought a cake. We fed the whole staff, all my employees and everything. Nice. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Tracy got me a Robert Johnson commemorative parlor guitar. I saw that. It's very nice. Yes. Thank you all, especially you, Tracy. Love you. Uh, last week's show, Ainsley sent me a message, Sandy. He thought he was on the wrong channel when he heard uh, Clarence Frogman Henry playing <laughs> at the end of the show. <clears throat> and uh, One of my favorite blues artists. He is great. He is great. Uh, one of my favorite, obviously, you guys learned from last week, was Robert Johnson. Johnson. And uh, again, you know, Robert Johnson came in at the end of the Delta Blues, right before Electric. He died in 1938. And then the Electric Blues came out. And, uh, you know, many, many famous people have copied and covered his songs from the Rolling Stones to the Beatles to Led Zeppelin to Eric Clapton to Bob Dylan. And I could go on and on and on, as well as older, prominent uh, black blues uh, performers. And there's there's always people saying, you know, if it wasn't for Robert Johnson, there would have been no blues. And if there was no blues, there would not have been rock and roll. Um, also, Chuck Berry fits in there, too, which is another story we can get into someday. And if so, it wasn't for blues, I never would have made it through college and med school. <laughs> what, listening, or were you playing? Playing, yeah. Oh, okay. See? See? That was my only source of income. Nice. Legitimate income. Was that with the accordion? <laughs> it was the accordion. <laughs> Sandy played the blues accordion, the blues accordion. and bagpipes. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to talk about a kick-ass organization and a kick-ass staff yeah the glock shooting sports foundation uh match last tuesday yeah 59 entries good lord 59 entries we started early and finished early this was our second one it ran smoother than the one before so we just keep getting better and better but i got a better one for you on thursday we had our 22 fun league yeah 91 entries whoa and it was thursday and it was my birthday and of course our yearly tradition mr cupcakes brought me a dozen cupcakes <laughs> and another 80 cupcakes for the people in the Fun League. Oh, man. So we had almost 100 cupcakes, which is not a bad thing. And uh, we had a great party. Gun people are truly the best people. 
Johnny, the owner, he has three Mr. Cupcakes locations. Um, he graciously came down and he set everything up. It was just a phenomenal night. And uh, Sandy, you want to see, there were so many young kids that uh, participated. Parents brought them, grandparents brought them, uh, and everybody, this was the second week, so I was walking around talking to people, and uh, these young kids are telling me how they improved because last week they were nervous. They didn't know what to expect. Yeah. They're talking to me like adults, like they're serious competitors and everything, yeah, and yeah. they are. Right. You know, they yeah. are now, yeah. and right. I, I just, right. I love it. Right. I, I love it. It couldn't be, it couldn't have been any better, the future of our sport and, you know, our future to have these kids here. And this is the first of many leagues. My guys uh, in the range, everybody did a phenomenal job planning this. Henry, Matt, Gary, Gabe, Cy, and if I missed you, all of my staff, uh, phenomenal job uh, winning these kids over, showing them the safe, responsible use of uh, firearms. So it was it was just a great thing. Again, thank you all. And that's gunforhire.com forward slash 22. The next one is this Thursday. It's 10 more weeks. You can still join if you'd like. It's $150. It includes the firearms as well as the ammunition. All you do is show up, and it's from 8 years old to sarcophagus. So <laughs> if you're interested, please go online and sign up for it and get here Thursday before 6 p.m. I don't know who I'm going to shake down for treats this week, Sandy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every that's... week. <laughs> For 12 weeks, <laughs> I'm going through my gunforhire.com quarantine crawl, quarantinecrawl.com uh, Rolodex, and looking through it. So Leo from A Little Cake was week one. Uh, Johnny from uh, Mr. Cupcakes was week two. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I got Bromelo's Chocolate. I got Dessert Ladies. I got uh, Palermo's Bakery. Hey, you I got to double lot. that shot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a lot of um, I had one cupcake by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah, listen, you'd like it. The cupcake was called Cookie Jar. Oh, and it had a little bit of everything in it, like Oreo, chocolate chip cookie, like everything. You and the taste kind of changed as you ate it. You know, like an everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It was really, really good. And you know, Tracy, she doesn't like baked goods at all. Really? Yeah, which is good, you know, for her health-wise. But, like, she doesn't eat sfrigadelle, ganolis, like cake. She doesn't like really anything from the bakery. When she wants something, she'll eat, like, a homemade chocolate cookie that she made or somebody else made. So she was looking at all the cupcakes, and she said to Johnny, which one's this? And he said, red velvet. And later that night, she says to me at home, she goes, you know, I really don't like baked goods, but that red velvet cake, <laughs> cu- cupcake was delicious, which which is shocking for me to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so Mr. Cupcakes has three locations. We like to support those who support you. A Little Cake is up in Park Ridge. Ask for Leo at A Little Cake. If you go to any of the three Mr. Cupcakes locations, he's been on Food Network and everything, mention Gun for Hire, mention Anthony, ask for Johnny. Again, we want to support those who support you and keep it in the family uh so it was a great time by all so now let's get into it sandy why do all of our elected politicians in the new york metropolitan area why is there always this virtue signaling so the biggest problem that mayor adams has in new york right now is he wants all of the new yorkers to go vegan like him, but we found out he got caught eating seafood. So he re- he said he's not 100% vegan like he said the day before. He now he's 99% vegan. He's vegan. <laughs> but now he's also, he wants the, the school system. The to go food, vegan? They want vegan Fridays. Oh. Okay. So people are getting pushed in front of trains. Uh, stores are getting smashed and grabbed everywhere. All your basic services like Rite Aids and pharmacies are closing because people just walk in and grab what anything anything they want. This week now, Gristides and Trader Joe's have been the targets. People oh. are just walking in and grabbing all the steaks, all the burgers. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They walk in with a big, big, like, bag. And they just go into the Trader Joe's and they grab everything and they walk right past all the soy boys that are working at the Trader Joe's with their Hawaiian shirts on or whatever. And I, if I was working in New York and I was making $12 an hour, and I'm not going to get stabbed with, right. a, with an HIV needle or get my throat cut or something. I'm gonna, I, my, my boss says, why didn't you stop? I bet, why didn't you stop him? Right. 
Yeah. I yelled for so, you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, uh, and they, they even show like Westchester County, they have like an unarmed security guard, like a young kid, mall security, and he's watching these guys smash cases and grab everything out of a Louis Vuitton. What? And, and, and the, the media, like CNN and stuff, was like, why didn't the security guard stop him? Really? <laughs> That's. $12 an hour security guard who's, you know. He's like a young a, kid going to college and, yeah. and he's going to step into these three thugs. He's going to end up, they'll pull a gun, a knife, right. who knows what. They'll push him down all the stairs. Sure. His worth's not, your worth, your life is not worth somebody else's property. Right. Yeah. If it's your life or a loved one's life or property, then you have to make that decision. But this is bullshit. Yeah. So it's amazing. But we're but what's what's the headlines of all the media that follow him? It's vegan. We're talking about vegans. <laughs> all right. You know, change the focus. Yeah, always. Ch change the focus. Even Which is the what new Crimea D is all about, right? Correct, or whatever it is. Even the the new DE the DA Alvin Bragg now yeah. now he's reversing a pair of controversial policies. You know, isn't he's he the one, one that is uh, the uh, uh, his family or whatever support with Castro? Uh, supporter or something? Oh, I don't know, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. But, but Bragg is one of these think tank Soros prosecutors, yeah. district yeah. attorneys. Where in all of the major cities now, they're just letting crime run rampant because Soros is trying to destabilize our country so he can make money betting against us or however it works when you're a rich bastard like that. So now, if someone in New York uses a gun to rob someone and doesn't shoot them they will be charged with possession of a deadly weapon. Before, if I pulled a gun on you, Sandy, in New York and robbed you and your wife and left the scene, there's no gun charge because I didn't shoot you. <laughs> that's just great. Hmm. Yeah, that's just great. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're going to risk of physical harm will be treated as a felony now. All right, the New York Police Union is up in arms with this. And, you know, they, the, the polling's out uh, all across the country, and the mass mandates are dropping, and all of a sudden the tough-on-crime Democrats are stepping up because they saw the midterm election polling, and they were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, the, 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 the majority of Americans don't care about what color emoji you use. <laughs> When you post something, there was this entire article from a think tank, uh, a government think tank. funded that when you <clears throat> when you emoji a yellow emoji, yeah. uh, you're you have this latent racism, and when you emoji with a white emoji, it means that you're an outward racist or white supremacist. There are different color emojis. Yeah, if you hold the emoji down like the thumb up emoji, yeah. it comes up. There's all these different colors. My phone defaults I, I just yellow. Something. Yeah, my and I, I just use a yellow emoji for everything. I just found out. I'm not that um, into emojis that I'm going to choose colors at that point. <laughs> these are the things. These are first world people problems. Yeah, this exactly. is what we're worrying about. Yeah. Okay? Meanwhile, uh, back at the ranch, your uh, your dinner just costs forty percent more, and so, uh, you're, you're losing your home. Yeah. Correct. So Murphy cited that the. As of March 7th, kids don't have to wear uh, masks anymore. It's not mandatory. Oh. Each each school system or town or, or school, whatever it is, school board, will decide, oh, which means it's going to be arbitrary. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the problem. Because school busing is federally subsidized, oh, the kids still have to wear masks on school buses. Oh, so we haven't really caught up with <laughs> the science. So, so, mm -hmm. so your kid, unfortunately, has to wear a mask on a school bus. Then when he gets to school, he either has to wear a mask or not wear a mask, depending on what school board it is. And then when he gets back on the bus, he has to wear the mask. I don't understand. Uh, it's just really interesting. When you take a look at real science versus the science... Uh, real science shows that Omicron, whether it's BA1 or BA2, um, is 100% immune escape. So vaccines don't help, right? I guess if it's 100% immune escape being vaccinated, you can still get Omicron, be infected, and transmit it. Yet hmm. today when my wife had to go visit her father <coughs> at the uh, hospital, Hackensack Hospital, um, she had to show proof of vaccine with a real vaccine mm -hmm. card, which is kind of interesting. So the science is different than 
real science, like with yeah. the mask thing. It's and political busing. science, I guess. Ah, that's what, ooh, maybe that's what it is. So Jake Tapper was questioning, and Jake Tapper is on Murphy's side. He questioned uh, Murphy on national TV, and he says that, uh, you know, what science are you using to uh, get rid of the mask mandate. Uh, we just know it. We don't have any real science. I just The numbers have been going down, so oh, we lift the mask mandate. There actually is real science, dipshit. Yeah. And if maybe if you had a real doctor in charge of your health department instead of, I don't know, a, an MBA, uh, then maybe you would know. Oh, but wait. We'd have to go to the CDC, who is so far we can't behind. can't do that. We can't do that. Well, I mean, the CDC, apparently their phones are broken and they don't read the mail and uh, that sort of stuff. Maybe the Pony Express hasn't gotten there yet with the latest data on the science. But then again, the science is different than real science. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's all backwards, obviously. We, we, we all know that. And um, so even the um, the governor... The governor of New York, who was appointed after her boss got caught in the sex, <laughs> multiple sex scandals, she's also in denial. She says that there's no data mm. that the bail reform is causing this crime wave, uh-huh. when in fact there's about 800 pages of data where 79% <laughs> of the people who were let back out on the street are committing felonies again. But there's no data. No, but again, like she gets to go on all the cable news mm-hmm. shows right. and two four seven nine eleven, and she gets to spew this, and then people repeat it, just like people repeat gun show loophole right. and ghost right. guns, right. and you know, right. et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, and the shoulder thing that goes up, <laughs> and, and all of that <laughs> crap, right? Yeah. The shoulder thing that goes up. <laughs> but, but I found something out here, Sandy. The Post uncovered this story. John Jay College is the think tank for uh, woke DAs. All of these woke DAs from New York and Minnesota and Illinois and uh, California have all been a part of this think tank out of John Jay College. Hmm. Chessie Bodin, George Gascon, all of these DAs that got elected with Soros money came from this Soros think tank. And the institutes, they want to create a culture of racial equity. I'm all for equality. Okay, but another another line in their thing is how prosecutors can support a reimagined police response where bizarrely suggests celebrating times when prosecutors exonerate a criminal. They celebrate when they exonerate a criminal. Oh, my God. (laughs) I, I have no I have nothing. Yeah. And they're working on prosecutorial culture change. It is the job of the head prosecutor to not win cases and impose long sentences, but beat the defense or beat the defense. Instead is to promote safety, accountability, healing, trust, and empowerment. So my question to these DAs and prosecutors are, what about the effing victim, the real victim? What about the person who was hit in the head, the 97-year-old woman that was murdered for her purse? What about them? So they're insignificant. Yes, apparently. So, you know, so it's all of these district attorneys and prosecutors are coming out of this John Jay College think tank where they all meet and decide how they're going to do the opposite of what they were either elected or appointed to do. Very similar to most of our politicians, isn't it? Yeah. The opposite of what we elect them and send them to do. The opposite. Yeah, I'm tired of it. They're pushing gun control again. Joe Biden is out there talking about gun control again. Man, there was a Rasmussen poll. And for you people out there that are new to this game, Rasmussen has never been friends with the 2A community. No, no, no. Okay, and it's amazing that they're publishing this stuff. But only 28% of Americans think we need more gun control laws. The Most of the people, 63%, feel we need to be tougher on criminals. Again, here is the polling. This is why all of a sudden all our politicians 
are calling for a reversal on bail reform, stricter sentencing, and I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. But the polling is in, ladies and gentlemen, and they read this, and guess what? They don't like the data. All of these criminals running rampant, needle depositories, free crack pipes, shoot-up centers, heroin shoot-up centers in your neighborhood and stuff. You know, these politicians, you know, if you've heard the term NIMBY, not in my backyard, Mm. none of these are in any of the politicians' backyards. No, no, absolutely not. Okay, so, you know, we all talk about getting tough and doing this. You know, we're worried about the Ukraine border. We're not worried about our southern border. Two million people coming in, testing positive for COVID, MS-13, Bloods, Crips, other gang members coming in through our poorest southern border. Meanwhile, I have employees here that came to this country on a visa, and they right away asked for immunity because their family members were being threatened in countries like Venezuela. Mm. And they're in a process two years now. They work six days a week for me. They're going to school. No married, no baby mamas, no kids, no crimes, one speeding ticket. And he's having a hard time going through the immigration process to become a U.S. citizen. Yeah, that's the problem. It's a slap in the face. Yes, it is. It's a slap in the face to the people that are doing it the right way and coming in and going through the vetting process. And you all know you're out there, Geraldine from Dessert Ladies and so many other people that have chimed in over the years when I've discussed this this whole travesty and the past year has been a slap in the face two million people just walking over and getting free shit and being let out amongst us don't have to wear a mask don't have to be tested no crit and, and our, listen I, I you can't fault our law enforcement because they've they've been they've had their claws taken out from them yeah, they yeah. can't they're told don't enforce anything yeah right. so they why even do their job right right why even have them there I, I don't know. I don't know when it's going to boil over, but we just keep letting it happen, and nobody talks about it. The media could care less about it, and the meat puppet who's running the country he doesn't even know what's going on. No, has no idea. He does not have a clue what's no. going on. All right, no he should be out there with a bib, and they should be feeding him <laughs> beech nut tapioca, <laughs> whispering. <laughs> we gotta get the numbers down. I'm going to beat the devil out of the economy. I'm yeah. going to get inflation down. Yeah, it's so what is creepy. this whispering the shit? The whispering thing. What is that? Ew. It's so creepy. <laughs> Put him back. Yeah. Put the blanket, the, the tartan plaid blanket over his knees. Put him in a rocking chair in front of a fireplace. Please, somebody intervene. We can't. Listen, weakness invites aggression. China is on our backs. Russia is on our backs with the Ukraine. And you know what? Maybe they're never going to truly attack, but they're just going to keep plying us for shit because they know we're so weak. They're going to get concessions. They're going to get this. They're going to get that. It is such a game of cat and mouse. Vlad, if you don't invade the Ukraine, we'll give you this. We'll subsidize that. We'll give you that. China, if you don't uh, invade Taiwan, we'll give you this. We'll subsidize that. Man, you get a real president in power and says, listen, step over that line and we will slap it back. But then the other problem is we just released 1,000 people from our military because they wouldn't take the shot, the COVID shot. People that we spent millions of dollars training. Right. Again, I don't know what science they're following because every other country is relaxing their uh, restrictions. When you've got a strain of a virus that is not responsive to the vaccine that you're giving or appears to be um, real science, I don't understand why. They're just so far behind it. That's pretty typical. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why they're doing it. I have no idea. It's all about control. I get, I. It's a control, Sandy. The 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 Academy Awards or whatever is coming up soon. They don't, you don't have to have show proof of vax. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't think all the servants are going to be wearing masks? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course. Sure. You want to talk about this? Is the craziest shit I've ever read. This this is the craziest shit I've ever read. You ready? This came from Defense News. This is not the Babylon Bee. The Pentagon. <laughs> has tapped Nanny Michael Bloomberg to head the defense, the Department of Defense Innovation Board. What? 79-year-old anti-gun Michael Bloomberg was appointed by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, okay, to head 
the Defense Innovation Board. This better be about computer programming because this is a man who doesn't believe in self-defense, but he believes in hiring conscripts to defend him. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Okay, to do his dirty work. Get that unwashed scum away from me. That person looks like they have a weapon. Go shoot them and throw them in the sewer or something. <laughs> Keep them away from here. You can't get more bougie and bourgeois no. than this guy. Than the man who drove around in a limousine with a window air conditioner. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had the no idle done. law in New no York. Idle, right, no idle law. When he went, for you newbies out there, when he went to a fundraiser or a speaking engagement, the Chevy Suburban would be outside. He had, so in the law, you couldn't idle your car. So while he was speaking, Speaking, they would open the back of the Suburban. They had a window air conditioner that they put in the window, and they had a generator running that was in another Suburban to power the window air conditioner. <laughs> so when he finished the speaking engagement, he got in the Suburban, it was cool. <laughs> this is a guy that they yeah. blasted coral reef in the Bahamas so his 300-foot yacht could fit in <laughs> after the government told him he couldn't do it, and he paid the fine. Yeah, right. All right. Just but he, so, so he's going to head... The Innovation Board for the Department of Defense. This is a guy. I I, I don't know. It's it's bizarro. It's all the same it's Department of Defense that apparently um, funded the Wuhan lab for yes gain of function research. Would yes, that be the same department. Same Department of Defense. That, so, and the same Department of Defense that we can't figure out what bathrooms our soldiers should use. Oh, Listen, I don't care what your sexual persuasion is. If you're in the military, if you're in any, you use this bathroom. If you're an Audi, use that bathroom. That's I'm good. I'm good. I can go back to don't ask, don't tell and everything. Or just everybody uses the same damn bathroom. There you yeah. go. I don't really care. Right. I don't care. But, but yeah, Mike Bloomberg is going to be heading an advisory panel. The, just the perfect person for that. That's all, absolutely sure. Again, it, if it's not ones and zeros... You're making a big mistake, Lucy. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. so she just Sandy. Lost half the audience. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Well, the movie is out now. There's a movie oh, okay. about All Lucille right. Ball. So there, there we go. So some of them might be into it. She you was know? a pretty hot babe. Uh, Lucille Ball. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, she was. She was a good person. Oh, so you know, a, you know, you yeah, know who else woke up? Incredibly talented. <laughs> you know who else woke up, Sandy? Who? New Jersey lawmakers are pushing to amend the bail reform law amid the spike in gun violence. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought that all of the gun laws that Phil Murphy imposed on us over the past five years was going to lower crime. Yeah. What happened? What happened here? You see, you see. You see what goes on here? So what, the, what they'll do is, all right, so they want to address bail reform. Almost every bail bondsman in the, in the state went out of business already anyway because judges don't grant bail. Because by, by, by lawmakers changing the bail system, they've basically, New York and New Jersey and California, where all these uh, Soros DAs are, they've taken the power from the judges. So the judges have black and white in front of them, sentencing and bail and everything. If the person didn't kill 22 people, they have to let them out on bail. So the, the judges don't have discretion anymore. So you really don't even need a judge, to be honest with you, when it comes to bail and sentencing guidelines. So there's no more balance of the, of the, three, uh, the three branches in our states. It's, it's stupid. But all of a sudden, both sides of the state legislature are thinking, wait a minute. You know, this is weird. The mayor of Patterson, Andre Sieg, said... Uh, it's a humbling admission that the original law had unintended consequences, allowing suspects arrested for gun possession to be released. Listen, he's playing with words. It's not just simple gun possession. Mo- the majority were gun possession committing a crime with that right. gun. Right. He makes it sound like it's me or you right. driving and stopping for gas right. and getting arrested for gun possession. Right. It, he, again, it's always a play on words. Right. So he wrote, those who are arrested with illegal weapons are detained so they're not back on the streets either doing the shooting or becoming the next shooting victim. Those who supported the original law realized the courts and judges have their hands tied, making it possible for suspects arrested with a gun to be released following their bail hearing. Oh, my God, it only took five years. It only took five years. Murphy was elected almost five years ago. It only took five years for them to start to come up to speed and then the bad guys know whether they're going to get detention or not this is a minor change to our bail reform law republican state senator john bramnick said 
He goes, anything we have to do to address illegal firearms, I will be in the forefront. Again, the play of words, illegal firearms. But we want to talk about firearms being used in a crime, playing with the words, okay? Yeah. So, But now officials say they are not trying to dismantle bear reform. Heavens, no. We are just trying to make cities safe for everyone. Well, well, wait a minute. But you told me the past five years all the gun control laws you were going to pass were going to make the city safer. Safer for criminals. You limit me to 10 rounds of magazine. I'm only allowed one gun a month. I'm only allowed this. I have to get this. I have to get this. I have to get that. All this shit that you did didn't lower crime as promised. Mm. I can't get it. Nork Mayor Ras Baraka. We want a solid law that allows people who do not belong in jail because of financial reasons, the opportunity and pathways to come home. We also want a pathway for those are who that are committing violent crimes to stay inside and not become a terror to our community, our families, our residents. That uh, It's going to be hard to do both. It's going to yeah. be hard to do both. And, and what lens are you going to look at a criminal? All right, so he's poor and he can't afford bail. We should let him out. Oh, but wait, he shot three people and he has an arrest record a mile and a half long dating back to 1992. So what are you going to do? Are you going to go with your conscience and you're going to protect the criminal? Or you're going to go with your constituents, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, and keep him in jail and make them safer? That's the decision you have to make. What it boils down, mayor and mayor and mayor and legislatures and senators, is do you want the criminal safer or do you want your law-abiding, tax-paying constituents safer? I think to me, it's, to it's a very easy, yeah. it's a very easy decision. Unfortunately, it hasn't been in vogue of late, but I guess the polling is catching up. Listen, 62% of the people that were just polled for Rasmussen don't believe Biden has done anything since he's been elected. Anything positive. 62%, Sandy. They don't believe he's done anything since he's been elected. I don't, and I don't understand how it's only 62%. <laughs> it's amazing, right? But and and they're just using him again like I said, he's a placeholder. Yeah, they're pushing Susan Rice Obama and all the all the, the, yeah. the the crazy left, uh you know, the Soros people, they have his ear at his house in Wilmington every weekend. He's sitting there, they give him his jello pudding pop or yep, whatever yep, yep, yep. and Sit his carton pled blanket and they're <laughs> all plotting and planning and planning and plotting and right. and then, you know, Jen Psaki comes out and yells at us all for you know, not being patriotic because we don't put criminals and illegals uh, above ourselves and our families and our loved ones. How right. dare we? How dare we? And the coastal elites and the, and the ruling class, they laugh in our faces, you know. They're, you know, they're out there giving each other rewards, every, awards, pinning medals on each other and shit out in Hollywood and, uh, you know, playing dress up and giving each other awards. I love this shit. I got a booger I can't reach. Maybe some hot tamales oil? I hear they're red hot. Yeah, she got up a sale, I mean. Yeah, she got up a sale, yeah. Hot tamales and the red. 
Anybody listening have a long, thin pinky finger with a long <laughs> nail on it? See me. I got a booger way up the nasal cavity I can't reach. Matt left an exacto knife in my office, and I was kind of contemplating to use it, but yeah. it might not end well. No, probably Thank God I'm no. not on blunt thinners. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so more polling came in. Yeah. Uh, Biden's guns first approach to violent crime, of course, ignores the felons, right? Uh, and over 92% of violent crimes in America don't even involve firearms. Oh, but we worry no. about gun what crime. About gun violence? Uh, okay. Oh. Biden blames all the guns for the violent increase. We're not going to take away your Second Amendment rights. <laughs> yeah, okay. Gonna, but only those damn aggressive guns oh. you have. Only 8% of all violent crimes in 2020 involve firearms this is tragic okay this is the department of justice's uh data sandy and there was four and a half million rapes in this country wow okay i'm sorry please let me rephrase that four and a half million rapes robberies and aggravated assaults i'm okay. sorry i apologize scratch All, that four, number four and a half million violence. four and a half million total rapes robberies and aggravated assault there was 21,570 murders. That's about 21,570 too many, by yeah. the way. Oh, here's the number. Uh, okay. Uh, only 13,260 of these crimes of 4.5 million involve firearms. 7.9%. And, of course, the gun, the evil gun. So what do we do as lawmakers? We pass gun laws that make it harder for law-abiding citizens. We don't make minimum mandatory sentencing for gun. Remember minimum mandatory sentencing and three strikes you're out for the drug trade federal law? That was like one of the worst things ever yeah. because, you know, like your first bust was possession. Your second bust was distribution uh, or possession with intent to distribute. And then your third bust was possession again. And you got 25 years in prison, which was really, really stupid. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, so it was definitely, and Biden was behind that, by the way, and it was really, really played out. But, you know, with, when it comes to gun crime and stuff, I'm all for a first chance, even though my father would say it's not the first time you did it, it's just the first time you got caught, right? Yeah, right. But if it's nonviolent, uh, maybe a, 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 you know, a little, a little gimme on there. But the second time, I would never give you a chance to do it the third time. Uh, and that's just me, but... Gun crime has actually dropped in the past year 27%. Violent crime has increased 5%, but crimes committed with guns fell 27%. Because right. there are more gun owners who are legal gun owners, I would guess, would you? Or yes, no? yes. And now if you take all of these numbers and you take all the left-run cities, it's about 90% of the crime comes from those left-run cities yeah, right. that refuse to do anything. Listen, the criminals are not stupid. All right, these criminals are not going to go and commit a crime in, uh, you know, Montana where they know they're going to get 72 years in prison. They're going to go to San Francisco where you're out the same day before the police are finished writing the report. So, again, the focus is always on the gun, on the gun, on the gun, on the NRA, on all the other 2A groups. Meanwhile, it's not what the problem is. 
So, so Sandy, have you have you heard about this trucking thing that's going up in Canada? Uh, no, I haven't. Well, there's a news that Caitlyn Jenner offered her testicles to Justin Trudeau, by the way, which I thought was a really nice gesture. Yeah, it was. Because very... he needs a set of stones. Yes, he sure does. Yeah. Um, so all of these well, truckers up in... both sides, too. I mean, Biden, <laughs> Biden, oh, yeah. Biden might use oh, one, and, and Biden, Trudeau Biden, might Biden use was fixed a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, that's true. Okay, he's been, he's been neutered. Uh, <laughs> he's been, wait, somebody just left a review. If it's not a five-star, the radio show is going to end. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> five star. Okay. Thank you, staff, for all the five star reviews. I'm not going to come out and put anybody in a headlock or an arm bar as of right now. As of so, right now. Uh, all these truckers are pissed. In, well, the people, the working, the blue collar is pissed. It's a workers' revolution in Canada right now. And Trudeau tried to turn it into a racist, sexist, white supremacist, misogynist thing, which, and the media, of course, CNN is right behind him, MSNBC. They have people on CNN and MSNBC saying that we should go out at night and slash the truckers' tires. You know, these are the anti-violence people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. So, these are the same people, the truckers, who, um, you know, were were frightening uh, the mayor uh, because they had um, uh, bouncy houses for the kids. And, yes. Oh, I see. I, these are the truckers that were praised during pandemic by Justin Trudeau. Oh, oh, those people who actually delivered goods and services to the store, so you didn't starve. Those Correct. People? So, for, uh, for just so so you Americans out there, I mean, I did a lot of mask rallies and open our business rallies back in the day uh, when they were hot to trot when COVID first started. Just so you know, you a lot of you average Americans out there, not not our base on the show, but look around you at work and at home. Th- <laughs> The Canadians have more stones than we do. Yeah, they sure do. Okay, because they've reached that point. Yeah. This, the, they, they don't want to deal with the fascism anymore, yeah. and, and they're fighting it back. And uh, it's amazing the diversity uh, that's out there, the people, and what they're trying to do. And, of course, the politicians, the, the ruling class could care. They want to crush them. Uh, and they're, you know, because we can't have this. We can't have the average American or the average Canadian speaking up for their rights. No, God forbid. Okay, we will crush them at any expense. So big tech, Twitter's been knocking down uh, the trucker support pages. They had another, uh, they had a Facebook page with over a million uh, people on it. Facebook squashed that, Zuckerberg. All the social media outlets, the main social media outlets, are crushing any communication, any line of communication. So they're using other stuff like Telegram or whatever. But, Sandy, uh, I know your VHS charity is on GoFundMe. In the future, we won't be supporting GoFundMe. We will not also uh, be – I won't be donating to any GoFundMes except for the VHS of Ocean County until it's done. We're just, uh, yeah, we're just trying to wait till it's done. Yeah, no, no, no that's, that's fine. Yeah. But let me tell you what happened. You want to talk about big tech. Yeah. $10 million was raised for the truckers, and GoFundMe said it was no longer a protest. It was an occupation, and they were seizing the $10 million, and they were going to redistribute it to viable charities, a.k.a. charities that align with their political views. You mean an occupation like Occupy Wall Street or the occupation that took place from uh, all those cities that they burned down to the ground and killed people? Could you imagine that? Mm. So they're going to redistribute the $10 million. Well, what happened was GoFundMe is a U.S. company. Ted Cruz and other prominent uh, conservatives said, "Okay, this is not going to work. We're going to we're going to we're going to slap them hard. So the CEO had to shut his Twitter account down, by the way, of GoFundMe. So then they turned around and said, all right, we're going to give everybody till February 14th to fill out a thing to get your monies returned to you less the transfer, shipping, (laughs) handling, blah, blah, blah fees if you don't. Put it in by February 14th. Then we're going to take whatever monies are left and redistribute it to the charities that we like. So they caught so much pressure. They were called. They were going to have to testify at Capitol Hill and everything. All of a sudden, they figured out the programming or a logarithm where they returned the $10 million to all the people without any fees or penalties. Oh, it's amazing. So this Catholic-based organization called Give 
send, go. Now remember this, give, send, go. It's a Christian crowdfunding site, but you don't have to be Christian. You can be any denomination. We don't care. They will allow you to open a charity. So at first I was suspect and I was like, okay, let's see. Give, send, go, a place to fund hope, a place to work together with the body of Christ around the world to make a difference. Okay, I can support that. So all of a sudden, $8.6 million was donated to give, send, go for these truckers and their families that aren't working. Because truckers, if they ain't moving, they're not making money. Yep. The <laughs> parliament in Canada, the fascist parliament in Canada, says we are seizing the $8.6 million from give, send, go, and it's not going to the truckers. Give, send, go turned around and says, we are a U.S.-based company. And we don't answer to the Canadian government. So you are not seizing our money. And they are still collecting and distributing the money to the Canadian truckers. Okay. Now, if you think this is going away, it's not going away. The Canadian truckers, again, this is just a working class, blue collar thing. It's an example of what's going to be coming to the United States as well as the mass mandates are listed, lifted, people get back to work. The ruling class does not like the unwashed masses thinking on their own. You need to follow in lockstep. Wear your mask and shut up and do what we say. Serve us our caviar while we play dress up with no masks on and you wear your damn mask. Serve me my food, my oysters, Rockefeller, and wear your damn mask. Yep. Because there is a class warfare in this country. And if you don't believe it, you better wake up to it. I've been talking about the three tiers for how long now, Sandy? Oh, for, uh, going on uh, 12 and a half years, yeah. Yes, rant over. Talk to me, Sandy. No. All right, good. It's my turn. So, my buddy Bob Johnson, he sent the thing. He goes, you may have gotten your electric vehicle heater question answered. I'm a few episodes behind. But for my Tesla, if you're low on battery, set the set if you're low on a battery, you set the interior for 60 or off and just use the seat heaters. Okay, he goes, your prison wallet will be toasty, and with the jacket and gloves, you can comfortably survive for another, at least a day. Again, so we got some answers for that already, Bob. Thank you for letting us know. So it looks like electric vehicles. So what do you got to do? You got to make sure you have gloves, a hat, a scarf, and a jacket in your car. Remember, don't use your car as a coat. Bobo taught us that, and uh, it's in my book from him. And always try to keep your EV as charged as much as you possibly can don't wait until sunday to charge your car because you know you know you like to watch it get it down to eight percent or whatever uh so i think that's really really uh a good one uh rabbi bandori a great great tip uh he says he goes so i noticed today that i walk into the house turn off the alarm then turn around and close the door Wrong uh -huh. sequence. Yeah. He this I, yeah. I this should have been in my book, Rabbi. He goes, A bad guy who sees you do this will wait until you turn off the alarm and then attack. With so many alarms, you've got thirty-five seconds or forty-five second entry time. Most people don't you can't program instant on. You have to have a, a delay. He goes, It's more than enough time to instead walk into the house, lock the door behind you, and then turn off the alarm this would be good for you to share. Rabbi, it's great for us to share. All of you out there, teach this to your loved ones. When you walk into the house and the alarm is beep, 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 shut the door, lock the door, shut the alarm. This is a great way to get jumped. I, something I never really thought of, okay? Uh, here's a good one. Marty's going to share a story, story with us, Marty's V-Burger, but it hit me I don't know why I haven't been pushing this, but you know how we talked about if you're going to move, put an air tag in a moving box or two? Yeah. Just like you're, if you're shipping your luggage. Well, Marty puts an air tag in his gun case when he travels with a gun. When he went to Arizona with his family, he brought his gun with him. How come I didn't think of this? Yeah, yeah. Put an air tag and take the chirper out of it, too, because we don't want TSA to think a bomb is ticking or something. And they will think that, okay? You know what I mean? They'll, and they'll use a hacksaw or a chainsaw to cut your box in half uh, after it's x-rayed and detained. 
and they dip it in water or whatever the hell else they do. So uh, that's a phenomenal idea. You know, I bought five air tags for a hundred bucks. Rex has one on his uh, collar right now, and I have four more for Tracy and I. And I just never thought about that. Anybody out there, if you're shipping a gun, uh, like a, if you're shipping a gun, like you're traveling and you're checking it in with TSA, put an air tag in the gun case with it. Just a phenomenal idea. You know what? Put an air tag in your gun bag. Yeah. Your range bag, your Makita bag, or your Home Depot bag, or Craftsman bag, put an air tag in there. You know, you turn around to pee or something, somebody grabs your bag and runs with it. Guess what? If there's no chirper in it, by the time they realize you're being followed, mm, you got them. Uh, Scott sent me some articles too. Apple is really increasing the security and notifications for the air tags. But, you know, Scott brought a good thing up. All these other companies like Tile and stuff, They've been people, bad people have been using them to track us forever. There is no real warnings or anything. Oh, wow. It's only the Apple stuff. So the bad guys and girls are going to be using non-Apple stuff, without, without a doubt, yeah. to track us. So head on a swivel, check your bags and stuff. Sandy, this, this is very concerning to me. And, uh, you know, I always give the victim the benefit of the doubt. And, uh, but there are times that an assault can occur where it was no means no, yeah, and it was forced upon because of the initiation. And I'm not going to make that assumption here, but I'm not going to go all in for the victim uh, until more is coming out of this. But this dropped February 9th. A British man was arrested after a woman alleged that he raped her on a United Airlines flight from New Jersey to Heathrow. At 6.39 on Monday, January 31st, police at Heathrow Airport were alerted to an incident on an inbound flight. Officers met the aircraft on arrival and arrested a 40-year-old man on suspicion of rape. Uh, the complainant, a 40-year-old woman, is being supported by specialist, specialist officers and inquiries are ongoing. According to 7 News, the man and the woman did not know each other before the incident. They were initially seated in different rows but were seen making small talk before the incident happened. The, ins the station reports that the man is accused of sexually assaulting the woman in business class while other passengers slept on, over on the overnight flight. The woman reported the incident to flight attendants immediately after it happened. Uh, spokesman for United Airlines com confirmed this. There was, also, uh, there was also a report that the two of them in the, uh, the business class lounge were drinking and talking together. So, again, uh, one of the things I find it's very hard uh, – I've flown business class many times, six, seven, eight-hour flights. You're normally not left alone yeah. that long in business class. And, you know, I'm a big guy. Those seats are just barely comfortable for me. But, again, anything can happen, you They're know, under attentive. a blanket. Yeah, or, I mean, usually the flight yeah. and, and I don't know. And, you know, could it be drank too much, started out as yes, 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 and then turned to no, 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 yeah, or the alcohol know. wear off and it was like, oh, shit, shouldn't have done. I don't, I don't know. But – Wow, you're traveling alone on business class. I don't think you should have more than one drink in the lounge, Absolutely. and I don't think you should have more than one drink on the plane. And I also think that if you're watching a movie or something, you have your headphones on, and if you fall asleep, you know, you have defensive stuff like a, a tactical pen or, 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 or something like that on the plane. But, you know, keep your head on a swivel. Try to be careful where you what seat you book. Maybe that you're not near somebody. Book your seat up towards the front so that the flight attendants will see you when they're in the galley and everything. I go on a website called SeatGuru.com. S-E-A-T-G-U-R. Yeah, you, you know that, right? Yeah. So before I book tickets, I always look and see what the best and the worst seats are. They're like, don't go in the back. It's near the bathrooms. Don't go by the front because it's near the galley and it's noisy and a lot of traffic. Well, if I was a single woman traveling, I'd probably want to be just like we teach See, people alone, when they go to the restroom, don't use the stall all the way in the back. Use the stall closest to the door and the sinks because that has the highest traffic because a guy could force his way in, especially in the, you know, the special needs stall in the back and sexually assault you or kill you or rape you or rob you or whatever. And no one would know because if there's six stalls, you're all the way down the end, right? Right. Well, the same thing on a plane. You're going to have to really look at your uh, – this is something I never really thought about. You know, I would think about people drinking and partying on a plane and, you know, what do they call it, the Mile High Club? Yeah, right. I, I could just barely pee 
in a plane's bathroom. Right. I don't know how two people can fornicate <laughs> in a plane's bathroom. If the Mile High Club requires you, Sandy, I can't stand up straight in those bathrooms. Yeah, no. It's... And for me to urinate, I have to face the bowl because I won't sit down on the bowl, right? You poor women. I'm so oh. sorry for you. Yeah, but right. I stand. I have to lean back like I'm playing limbo. Yeah, yeah. It's like called, is it called limbo where you go under the thing? Yeah. That's yeah. limbo, right? Right. Yeah, I have to lean back and urinate when I'm on a plane. I can't even imagine me and someone else in a in a <laughs> in an airline bathroom. <laughs> now, I've flown international like Air Egypt when I flew to Cairo, the bathroom in the middle of the plane could fit a wheelchair. Oh yeah, right. So yes, you could have a mile club there. Mile high club there. I walked in a bathroom. I'm like, damn, where's this bathroom been all my life? Right. You know, but it's like the only one on the plane in the middle of the plane. There's like 400 people on a wide body jet, two floors, right? Yeah. The rest of the bathrooms, you can't do that. But again, I, I, I'm waiting and watching all the facts, but it's like one more thing to be scared of. Maybe she was given a, a roofie or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. So you got to guard your drink on a plane too. Maybe, maybe at the first class lounge, maybe he gave her something to soften her up. So there's a lot of variables here. I don't know, have all the data yet, all the information, but man, please, 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 head on a swivel. Teach your friends and family members the same thing. Who would have thought a, a rape could occur on a plane going across the Atlantic Ocean? And you got to also remember too, at altitude, one drink equals four. See, now I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the guy. I only drink ginger ale when I'm sick yeah. or when I'm flying. <laughs> I don't know right. why. <laughs> I don't I know like why. Ginger ale. So do I. I don't drink on a plane. I'm just. I hardly ever drink. Doesn't it dehydrate you too? It sure does. Yeah. Yeah. And being six foot two and a big guy, I'm always worried about DVT, deep vein thrombosis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My doctors always told me, drink as much fluid as you can and get up at least every hour. Yeah. Showed me leg exercises, foot yeah. exercises. So, and when I drink so much, I gotta pee every hour anyway. Yeah, right, sure. Uh, business class, if I get to bed, I can fall asleep on my side or something for like 10 minutes. But, but yeah, so this is, this is something we wanna talk about. So while we're talking airlines, page 147 of my book, you know, while traveling by air, you're essentially uh, completely disarmed. Air travelers have very few options when it comes to defending themselves in an airport or an airplane. One thing you can have with you is a tactical pen. Obviously, we talked about this all the time. But, you know, if somebody tried to sexual assault you and you had your tactical pen stuck in your bag on the side and you pulled it out and you knew how to hold it and you know where the strike, <laughs> that sexual assault might not have happened. Yeah. You might have perforated that guy in quite a few places. And it might have escalated. And, again, I don't know. She might have frozen. You know, there's so much, there's so oh, yeah, many sure, dynamics. Yeah, right. You know, I know I keep going back to that because in my head I'm trying to play it out. But, you know, I'm not a female and I've never been a victim of a sexual, you know, a, a encounter like that. So, you know, uh, and I've walked down the street late at night scantily clad, you know. I've gotten the whistles and all, but no one's ever, you know, crossed the line with me. You didn't even laugh at that son no, of a bitch. So, you know, we always talk. Right <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can always make a flail. With a big sock, a uh, support yeah. hose, mm -hmm. and a hard ball, or a can of soda, or a, uh, a you know a roll of quarters, whatever you want. Uh, you know, I, I I always talk about that in my book all the time. You know, and then of course there's always you got to worry about um, hijacking and and stuff like that. But you know, I carry my pack safe, and I got my second pen in there, and I have my flashlight in there because I like to keep everything in one little bag in case I got a GTFO, you know, I mean, you got to get out right away. Yeah. It's, it's important, but, you know, like, let's think about this when you're, when you're at the bar, be careful. Nobody puts something in your drink and you talk to somebody. See me, I'm a miserable. Uh, I was quarantining before quarantine. I don't really, I don't talk to anybody. You know, Tracy complains all the time. I don't talk on a plane. Do you find it comfortable to talk on a plane? No, not at all. With the noise and everything, I'd rather just the put noise my and turning your head and right. I'd rather yeah. just put my uh, my 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 uh, noise canceling headphones on and and just chill because it's so hard to communicate with the air rushing. Thank you, Sivan. You're a gentleman and a scholar. We found out in Sai's family out of Sai, Kai, and the Sai and Brielle. Mm. Brielle's the hardest worker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the youngest one and the daughter, we found out. Okay, yeah. the three of them in their own right are, are pack mules, they're very, very hard workers. But we, we asked for volunteers for the gun store 
uh, cleaning out and construction and stuff. Yeah. So we just sent an email out to the 107 employees, and four employees responded. Three men, one woman, right? And she's tiny. She's a young girl. She's like 20 years old. Sandy, every time I turn the corner, she was like hand trucking and rigging. And I was like, holy shit. And she works here part time concierge. She's here today and she's very good at it. But this was the first time I ever saw her. I'm like, oh, man, if I ever need to do any demo work at home, you're coming over. <laughs> she comes from good uh, stock. Yes. Well, all, all of them, all four of them are hard workers. But she just uh, I, she really embarrassed everybody. <laughs> so uh, God bless. So, uh, yeah. So or I could use some help. Yeah. So you go, you go and sit in a, in a, you know, I don't talk to anybody. I don't like to talk on a plane. Sorry. Uh, but, you know, you got to guard your drink when you're in a lounge or you're out in the air, airport. And then you're, you were talking to somebody and, you know, you might have left your drink or your water or whatever at your seat. You know, and again, that's hard to do, but yet it's not hard to do because you could switch the bottle of water. Yeah, you, you know, right. there's listen. There's a when there's a will, there's a way. Oh yeah, you and, know? and with experience, it can be easily done. Yeah, I'm just I just find it so hard to believe that there was no witnesses. You you know, I, again, yeah. it's it, it's tough. And you've been in those seats, you know. Oh, yeah. Now, first class yeah. in some planes are different. They have like private staterooms. Oh yeah, right. But exactly, but business yeah. class doesn't work that way. There's no. seats facing forward, back. If you're Polaris with United, some are facing all forward. Uh, you know, people using the bathrooms. Uh, I always end up when I'm on a long flight. There's always a kid screaming from the minute we get on the plane, and then when we disembark and all through TSA get on our bags, it's the same kid screaming. Have you had that happen to you before? Uh, yeah, it's the same kid. It's always the same kid, yeah. right? Uh, I didn't do any uh, housekeeping. I need to do it now, uh, okay? Uh, and I want to do it right now, if you don't mind. Marty, uh, the vegan, don't forget him. Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. Also, you can order it and pick it up at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Who would be an excellent vendor for the city of New York uh, for uh, Vegan Fridays? Yes, you should contact uh, Mayor Adams, Uh Marty, and see if he wants to hire you to feed 450,000 kids. Marty, if anybody could pull it off, it would be Marty. It would be Marty. Yeah, it would be Marty because he, he does these pop-ups and everything like that. He, yeah, he could do Marty. it. Uh, U.S. Law Shield, we're going to be doing an Evan Knappen seminar, I believe, in March. Details to follow. I will be at the Campfire Club March 8th teaching a range safety officer class. I was going to ask Sandy if he wanted to accompany me on the air so he can't back out. I would love you to come up and spend a day with me. Let's update how your health is doing by uh, March 1st. All right, Bubba? All right. Uh, don't forget uh, the Quarantine Crawl, quarantinecrawl.com, over 350 Pro 2A businesses. Evan Knappen, the Gun Lawyer Podcast. If you want to hear him, you got to go there now because he dropped off Fascist Book. He's no longer on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Sandy's going to talk about his charity. My doctor, Dr. Joe Sambataro, Optimal Health wellnessnj.com a lot of gun for hire listeners and range members including george and john y have been uh signing up for his uh concierge medicine so please check it out lake island rifle and pistol club in carteret needs your support lake eis.org sandy uh john and george shot the glock match and the 22 league and mm. uh john's first target in the glock match this week we yeah. brought it back Everything was in the ten ring and the bullseye. Get out. <laughs> Not one bullet was outside the ten ring, Sandy. That's great. So I nicknamed them Bullseye. Yeah, that's great. And uh yeah, I mean uh fifteen years old and Amazing. unbelievable. Amazing. You know, him and his dad come in once or twice a week bonding and they shoot and they hang out with us guys and we trash talk each other and everything because you know that's what guys do. And you know, here comes John. Baseball cap on, and he's the ringer. But when he came out of the range, I said to the guys, "I'm on his team." <laughs> you know, when you're picking sides, yeah. if you were, if we were picking sides, right, when we, we get into sides. when we when we start doing more leagues in the fall, he's going to be like the first pick. You know. <laughs> so yeah, they they was it was phenomenal. Gun store will be opening on or before Memorial Day. Lockers are available. Gunforhire.com forward slash locker. Remember, the 22 League is forward slash 22. The Glock Shooting Sports Foundation forward slash Glock. 
I don't have anything to say, Sandy. I want you to talk about VHS of Open Ocean County. It is the last charity we were doing on the GoFundMe platform. Do not blame VHS of Ocean County for the faults of fascist GoFundMe. We are raising money for disabled veterans and veterans in need of memory care. And I want to thank you can join Dr. John Adeen, uh, Marty from Marty's V-Burger and George Y this week, who all donated. Thank you guys so much for your graciousness and your charity and your wonderfulness, if that is a word. You can join these guys um, by donating, going to GoFundMe until we find another platform. For now. Uh, .com for now. Uh, and search for VHS Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County. Uh, we're trying to raise money for these uh, folks who are in desperate need of uh, care, and their funding has been sliced to the bone. And thanks to us and thanks to all the generous people on the air here, we are keeping them alive, uh, almost literally in many times. So please join us. Um, Anthony? Thank you all, and thank you all to my staff. Unbelievable. You blow me away every week. Uh, we are the best. Thank you again. And it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a kinetic media production. The music is in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. And this one is for Ainsley. Ainsley. Ain't got no home. I know place wrong. Ain't got no home, I know face wrong. I'm a lonely boy, I ain't got.